Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh. <laughs> all right, Michael. Yes, all right, mate. Welcome to the Keith Wars podcast. My name is Keith and... Uh, my name is Mike. Mike, very good. Seamless. Yeah. See, very seamless. You give me the little nod of your head there. It was lovely. It was gonna be, is that something you do in radio? That's what and you do. That's what you do, Mike. Little signs just go. <laughs> yeah. Nod. For the listener out there, he's just pointing fingers at people. It's the Keith Watch Podcast. It's essential like your breakfast. It will get you up and going, there's some things you didn't know Yeah, it's the Keith Walsh Podcast It's the Keith Walsh Podcast Give you energy like buck fast And if your head's in a pickle or you're looking for a giggle It's the Keith Walsh Podcast I'm very red yeah. in the face, I think I've been, uh, I've caught the sun you, You're quite brown in the face, I think you've caught the sun as well You were up a mountain today, were you? Yeah, I've got all sun Like I think I was a bit red earlier La- I think last week I was standing on the sideline at a match or oh, I was in Croke Park last week. So I got a bit of sun that day and it's old now. So it's a bit browner, you know, won the Lily Whites. Uh, yeah, they were. They, we, we won, but it wasn't pretty. Oh, mm. but I, I see. You see, I don't uh, sports wise. What's the fucking, you know, it, you know, it, we won, but it wasn't pretty. Didn't you win? Yeah, what but the I, Almanac I, show that you guys won. Uh, yeah, exactly. And history only remembers the fact that you won. They don't like the mm. details are lost. But I'm not blaming the players or the team or the management. I just think. But no, I, the no, players, the, team I, and the, management the game shouldn't be played in Croke Park because it's too empty. There's no atmosphere uh, hard for the players to kind of. I mean, the players gave it their all. And I, I've no doubt they were all very tired and slept well that night. Uh, but um, just very hard to create an atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, and get that sense of um, occasion. And, you know, a smaller stadium with the same crowd would have been brilliant. It would have been a brilliant day, you know. And uh, and, and in the end, you know, Claire only won by one score, three points a goal, you know. So it was, uh, it, you know, in a smaller stadium with the right atmosphere, that could have been a bit of a thriller. Yeah, yeah, I get you. But it's kind of lost the, in the ether. The it's just, ah, your shouts are almost wasted. You, yeah. you don't even shout because it's, you, you don't shout. I could, I didn't even say, come on, Kildare, because it, like there's nobody beside you. There's only people like a few seats down. And it's, if yeah. you shout, come on, Kildare, everyone's like, all right, who's that weirdo over there? Whereas if you're in the crowd go, come on, Kildare, it's different, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I also noticed your hair is very long. Yeah, I, I don't know whether to get my hair cut or uh, what to do, Mike. I don't know whether to go back to the short hair or... No, I quite like the long. The long gives you that sense of sort of intelligence. Yeah, it makes people think I know what I'm talking about. Well, we know different, Mike. We you know, know different. We know you're as thick as pig's shit, but, mm. you know, I'm always intimidated by people with ever so slightly long hair. Yeah, okay. You know, tall people. See this? Oh, this look at... This is love. This, this is... Hello, sally She can't hear you. He's Hi, sally How are you? Sally Ann just walked in the door with uh, how are you with uh, some natch some um, crisps yeah and beer Ooh. say hello Sal hello Sal oh. <laughs> perfect <laughs> lovely perfect <laughs> that's what yeah. you that's what you, you were you were probably getting ready to sit down with a beer mm. and some crisps and watch some telly and then I'm like WhatsApp and you're going, you'll be able to squeeze in a quick chat, would you, Mike? I was in the shower. I was listening to John Fardy. It's one of my treats. I like listening to John Fardy. John Fardy's great. Yeah, John is mm. great. He does, yeah, really good. Is this going to be really noisy? Now? No, no, no. I, I'm not I'm not one of those uh, uh, oral Nazis. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, oral. 
oral Nazis. I know you're a bit of an oral Nazi. Oral Nazi, that's different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, you clean your teeth before you go anywhere near me. Um, oh, fuck, there's the old COVID call. <laughs> so, uh, John Fardy is uh, is a great guy, great show. What was he talking about? Any any, any movies to look forward yeah, to? Yeah, he was talking about a movie, um, which I might want to watch, actually, about... Um, it's done well at uh, Cannes, the film festival. Mm. It's done well at all sorts of film festivals. I can't remember the name of it. You'll have to Google it. It's Norwegian. It's about four children who live in a block of apartments. Um, and they all have things going on in their lives. But through one thing and another, they realise they're psychic and they can communicate with each other. And they can communicate the bad things that are happening in their lives and the good things. And I presume there's a little bit of domestic violence going on. And one of the boys uh, sort of, I think, gets his own back on somebody else's dad. Mm. So it's so, a bit of kind of like... Uh... Yeah, you man sort of really freaked out watching it. But not horror, but just kind of freaked. Okay. Is it called The Worst Person in the World? Could be. No. I don't know. That doesn't you know mean. me. <laughs> Uh, I just put put in um, two Norwegian world premieres. Oh, that's Cannes 2021. Uh, 2022, uh, yeah, the worst person in the world. That could be, I don't know. There's a bunch, there's a few young people on the red carpet, but it's probably not it. Uh, If anyway, go see that. That looks like a good Norwegian film too. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Mm. So um, I went up a mountain today. Yeah, did you go up a mountain and come back down a hill? Was the man who went up a mountain and came down a hill, was that... Uh, no, he came, went up a hill and came down a mountain. Oh, was that Hugh Grant? Uh, Hugh Grant and, um, oh, Chief O'Brien from uh, Star Trek. Oh, okay. The Irish guy, um, who's the... Who's oh, the, yeah, the, Chief the, O'Brien, how he... Uh, force yeah, Factor, um, put her into Force Factor 12 there, Johnny, whatever your name is. He used to be on the desk... The uh, the, the when, when they sort of beam people up. Oh yeah, beam her up Chief there. Ryan, the Irish actor who was oh, in the geez. van and everything. I know, yeah, yeah. Uh, What's his name? Curly yeah. hair. Yeah, fucking Scalacci. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hmm. Ah, uh, God love him. Uh, Can you hear me crunch? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. What's his name? Jesus, if this was radio, now people would be texting <laughs> in. Uh, email us. Uh, yeah. Keith Walsh. Keith Walsh podcast at gmail.com I, I met him before i had but yeah column column yeah meanie mm. invented the crisps yes meanies crisps. the meanies yeah call them yeah 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 uh so he, he was, was a consultant for potatoes the man who went up a hill and came down a mountain that's brilliant uh so i went up ben bulban have you ever i mean you've seen ben bulban it does look kind of space agey doesn't it it looks like something from the surface of another planet yeah, it looks like something from Star Trek, doesn't it? Like the, yeah, that yeah, might, it's like yeah. that's where the guys would land. Mm. Two people who you've never seen before would die, and yeah. then the captain would return okay. And then in the meantime, there'd be like people walking around naked because that's the way they do it on that planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the women would be in charge. <laughs> and the women are in charge. Weird. Naked women in charge. Yeah. Just, just too unbelievable. They'd be oral Nazis. Uh, but it looks like... If you see Ben Bulban from one side, it looks like I always think it's like Ireland's Uluru. Mm. Uh, if you see it from one side, you think, well, you'd never get up to the top of that. That's insane because it's just uh, you could probably get to a certain point and then it's sheer cliff. Uh, but actually, if you come around the back of it, the Leitrim side, I suppose, uh, which is the way we came up, there's a nice, gentle and steep in some parts sort of climb up to the top and it's yeah wouldn't the, a cup of tea Not oh the views nice. you can see ross common you can see galway you can see sligo you can see mayo you can see donegal you can see new york you can see mike Marin's house yeah, see you, everything yeah, yeah you i can see Bel- ben bulban from here <laughs> <laughs> i was waving at you i could see out sunbed in the nip out in the back garden yeah <laughs> but I went with the, the Dublin Boys Club. There, um, there we we meet up every now and then. We go on hikes, or we have, you know, might them. There was a meeting a couple of weeks ago where the lads sort of went through a sort of a meditation, or they might do a course on, you know, your feelings or emotions. Or oh Jesus, that's all very airy fairy. Fatherhood, or uh, you know, love, or you know, uh, how to 
you know, how to how to be a good partner, you know, all that kind of shit. It's good, very helpful stuff. So I know you said before there are rules um, yeah. when you're out walking that you yeah. can't discuss certain things. But did you do that when you went up the mountain as well? Was that yeah? So the the idea is so when we meet up, there's no drinking and uh, we only talk from there's is, is it, what's the way you say it? you only talk from the eye is it or from the from the eye of your penis from the uh so so every sentence should start with i or you know yeah, should, yeah you're 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 just talking about your your own feelings your own experiences and your own opinions not sort of abstract stuff like did you see the match or what do you think of that movie or unless it's in relation to well actually i saw this movie and they had a thing in it and it was really good and really helped me sort of figure this out do you know what i mean or i read this book and it was it's all uh sharing uh okay. being being vulnerable sharing your feelings talking about talking truth to power mike um oh, i like a bit of that all right and it's uh it's very healthy and very and you know you i felt today after a walk that like you know the world is actually not a bad place. There's some good people doing some good things. And I was reminded of something I heard someone say. Uh, there's there's a famous American kids TV, Mr. Rogers, played by Tom Hanks in a recent movie. Mr. Rogers is like yes, a kids yes, TV. Yes, 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 yes. And his mother used to say to him, if you see something bad happening on the telly or in real life, you know, like... God forbid what's happened in Ukraine or a bomb or, Mm -hmm. you know, she said, always look for the helpers. There will always be helpers. So that gives you the positive slant on the negative. Like that gives you, you think, oh my God, we're all off. We're all going to hell in a handcart. But actually, if you look for the helpers, you'll see them. And then you realize, actually, you know what? There's some people in there. Yeah. And there's lots of good. There's lots of good. You know, you look at the Ukrainian situation, you see, all sorts of people just heading off in motorhomes and buying ambulances and crowdfunding for X, Y, and Z, and everybody's trying to help this nation. I mean, they're yeah. really getting fucked over. It's terrible. Yeah, they really are. And it's like, there doesn't seem, nobody seems to have the power to say, Russia, just fucking stop, will you? Or or, or not just Russia, but Putin in particular. Mm. You specifically, yeah, you strange man, stop doing what you're doing. John Sweeney does it. The um at, at John Sweeney, I think is is uh, at, at John Sweeney on Twitter. Uh, I don't know what his handle is, but he's mm. the uh, the journalist that got. Oh yes, we mentioned him before. Yeah, and he's yeah. now we- he's wearing this orange hat, and lots of people started wearing an orange hat who kind of follow John Sweeney because he's every time he's reported from Ukraine, he's been wearing this orange hat. But he's come back to London for a bit. But at the um, he'd be doing these really serious, you know, to camera pieces about what's happened and really fucking horrible stuff. And uh, as for Mr. Putin, you can go fuck off. And that's, that's how he signs off. Wow. All of his stuff, you know, literally, Mr. Putin, go fuck off. Wow. And that's, and that's you know, he tops and tails it with him. He's the blame. He's yeah. the one that's yeah. shafting everyone. Yeah. And it's very easy to blame Russian people. And also, I feel like sometimes, like, I know there is a sort of like, you know, a boycott these brands because they won't pull out of Russia. I mean, I suppose that is way, one way of, of dealing with it in a peaceful, economical way. And, you know, maybe it would work. But also I kind of feel like, well, the Russian people aren't to blame, really. No. Um, and should they? I mean, maybe if they were, weren't able to get their McDonald's or whatever it is, maybe they might put pressure on, on, on Putin. But I just don't think he's no, listening it, to anybody. So those sort of blanket things, you know, cutting off oligarchs money, stopping dealing with sort of industries who do stuff and you know europe has been really good yeah we're gonna we're gonna stop using their oil and coal kind of ish you know and everybody's mm. gonna yeah germany's gonna stop doing it but you can't you can't turn that tap off this is why there's no kowtowing and and you know there's no nobody's going hey putin fuck mm. off we and also rely on them too much yeah and also it's not too far in the distance distant past that NATO nations were involved in grabbing back land or taking land that didn't belong yeah, to them yeah. or not allowing people to live on land that belonged to them before before it was taken away from them. So 
It's very yeah. difficult. It's very difficult. Um, there is we're just a man... not used to being. We're just not used to being in a world war situation mm. where yeah. some where the big aggressors are around, and it's taking our generation and the generation below us a little bit longer to get to grips with stuff. Yeah. The older generation who sort of remember the Second World War and whatever are kind of going, yeah, well, this is this is what fucking happens. Mm. If you start letting people have too much power, this is what you can see. The writing's on the wall, and you see, you know, the press is all over the shop. The right wing media's gone nuts. It's all fucked. Yeah. There's a guy on the front of the Sun. Uh, I don't know if you read the Sun newspaper. Lots of people don't. No. And uh, I, I, I support that. But uh, it was just a, the headline I'm doing my bit in brackets on the side, close brackets, for Ukraine. Uh, so this man is doing his bit for Ukraine. Uh, lad dumps other half for refugee they took in. So um, this man, uh, his name is Tony. Uh, he's That's 29. Tony. He, he left Lorna, who's 28, after falling in love, head over heels, in fact, with 22-year-old Sophia from uh, from Ukraine. So she was. So they offered her somewhere to stay during the war. She moved in. He fell in love with her, and now they're planning their life together. So, and this is your classical gaslighting from right-wing media, who will then be saying they're taking our jobs. They're taking our money. They're taking our women. Yeah. They're taking our men. Take they're taking everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taking my bed. I've been shafted by Tony. All right, Tony. <laughs> Love not war. What a no. fucking fucking. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for for. I feel bad for the missus for Lorna, uh, but you know, Tony's got to get on with his life. He's got to do what's right. You yeah, know. Yeah, but Tony's a bit shallow. I feel I feel happy for her. She's out of a. She's out of that toxic relationship. Actually, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, you see, there's always yeah. helpers. There's always helpers. There's always people like Mike Marin to point out the how that woman has benefited from her husband yeah. running out on her. Tony yeah, tit. better off without her, Lorna. Tony the tit. You're better off without her. Oh my god. Um. So yeah, we did our walk and got up, got down, about four hours. Jumped in a river at the end. Oh Jesus! Uh, Jesus was called, um, and then drove home. And that that's been my day today. But. Uh, it's been good. It's been nice. And how many of you went up the mountain? Only five. We went down to Sligo last night. Uh, sorry, actually Leitrim, just over the border, actually, um, from Fermanagh, I presume. And uh, yeah, four of us stayed in a sort of an Airbnb gaff and then got up early this morning. And then um, another guy called Chris arrived this morning and joined us for the walk. So, yeah, it was good. Good buzz. A uh, nice bunch. Um, and then when you do those walks, you get to eat chocolate, you get to eat banana sandwiches, you get to, you know. Oh, yeah. It's gone. Absolutely. I went mad. I had a whole big bar of chocolate. Did you have a Freddo bag of, like, Freddo's? No. Because you're addicted to Freddo's. I don't have Freddo's anymore. Oh, what did you have? There's some, isn't there some um, controversy about animal bars at the moment? Well, here's... What's supposed to have happened? The shop in Cork says we don't sell animal bars anymore, uh, the, because the guards told us not to. That's the sign they put up, and then the guards are like, uh, "We didn't tell you not to sell the animal bars." Now, what could have happened is, of course, I believe the guards, the guard of mm-hmm. Shikakana, straight mm-hmm. up. For, just want to say that, but I also I don't libel anybody or libel myself or get myself in trouble or whatever. So no, I, believe I, believe shopkeep- I believe shopkeepers. I'll I take believe on the role of shopkeeper. I believe everybody. It was probably just a miscommunication. So maybe, maybe, maybe somebody asked. <laughs> well, anyway, th- see, this is the problem. Lads, people who have addiction problems and need the tinfoil. Uh, so lots of bars stopped putting tinfoil in the bars a long time ago. And mm. animal bars, the only one that, that still do. So that's where people who have addiction problems can get their tinfoil. Um, and they'll buy the animal bars and, and throw the chocolate away and just use the tinfoil. And instead of some people in these instances, instead of looking at a solution for figuring out why, how can we help the people who have the addiction problems? It's like, oh, well, let's not supply them with tinfoil anymore. You yeah. know? <clears throat> there you go. That's a bit more gaslighting from your right wing press. Let's blame these people mm. for using stuff. You know, let's blame them. Yeah, blame Therefore, the people. Yeah, yeah. Blame, yeah, the, blame, blame the drug, drug addicts. Blame the drug, drug addicts. Uh, and Not society. What's driven into that? Can they get housing? Have they had a bad life? 
What's, uh, what, what traumas are they dealing with? And I was actually on the walk. I was talking to a guy called, actually, I won't give his name just in case, but he's a teacher. And he was telling me, and I don't quite, I can't quite remember the name of it, but they have this system now in school. And it was really heartening. He says they have the system um, and they have a list of things. So they go through with a child and, and, and not, not necessarily with the child, but about the child or, you know, to people who know the child or whatever. And they'll go through the, you know, and it's basically a list of things that this child might have encountered, you know, as in like, are, are, are the parents dependent on alcohol or uh, drugs? Uh, have they uh, have they suffered abuse, sexual, physical? Have mm-hmm. they uh, been homeless? Have they, uh, you know, had their own addiction problems? Blah, 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 and they go through this and then they rate them on this scale of sort of almost like a, a trauma rating. Yeah. And then they can sort of go, well, this person is, you know, at nine out of 10 on this scale. So this is what they need. And these but are the they're doing that because the child is showing some issues or. or, or showing oh, yes. Yeah, generally, they wouldn't just do it with everybody. Like it, it would be like. Gonna say, fucking hell. He said, Not interesting. Look. He said, interestingly enough, he uh, what he does is he does he's, he's the go between between the school and parents. And, and if a child stops showing up for school, he'll turn up the house. And oh, what's right. the story? And not in a judgy way. He'll say, well, well, how can we help you get the child out of school? You know, what yeah. services do you need? And he said everything from like even getting the parents if they haven't been to school themselves or they're they need like he'll get them into like English class if they want to learn yeah. to read or learn to write. If there's any of those issues. That they can't like if they're if the child isn't getting forms back and the parents say, Well, I can't read, they go, Okay, cool. Do you want to read? Let's like so really like great holistic yeah, 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 way yeah, of looking yeah. at it. Uh, what's the problem? Oh, you know, he can't go to school, he's no breakfast. So we'll give him breakfast when he gets to school. Don't worry about that. Send him in. Well, he's no uniform. Well, that's grand. We'll give him a uniform, that's no problem. So any whatever it is, the problem is he'll have a chat with the parents and work with the parents to get the child back into school and also work with the parents to get the services they need as well. It was brilliant. But he said. Interesting enough, uh, he there was there was a red flag around this girl who suddenly was in every day, and he was saying about this person she'd never had that record of coming into school every day. She'd always be missing a day or two or three or whatever. She never, and he was like, she's been in every single yeah, day for that's the last as out of the ordinary as anything. And yeah. he was like, funnily enough, that was a red flag. That you know that was alarm bells for him. So he went out to the house and figured out what was going on and was able to help and all that kind of stuff but it, it was it was something like the one of the parent wasn't wasn't there and someone else had stepped in and they were like making sure but anyway but uh just but it was just great to see real progressive yeah like he was saying like he was saying like <clears throat> children who have suffered trauma they get into this place where they they're they're just uh what did he call it like lizard brain i think it's called but they're just uh raging they don't know they're in they've gotten themselves into a state it's a fight or flight mode the guns are state they're shouting screaming ranting throwing things around and he said we now know to just say you're okay you're safe everything's okay do you want to come outside um, and have a hot chocolate and we'll have a chat and he said that's what we do and he said I, we can already see the the results and he said, like initially with other par- with, with other teachers, they were like, "Oh, we're molly coddling these children. We're, you know, they're too soft. We need, to, you know, we're, he's sitting out there having a hot chocolate when he's caused all this problem, you know, these problems in the class, or whatever." But slowly, they can see. Even those teachers are seeing the the results. So, um, it's just great to see that that those little yeah, changes. I mean, I, I'm I'm on a board of management for the school down here, tiny little school, but the the, the procedures they've got. In every every little school, we have to go through a report every month if anything happens with a particular child or anything happens with a particular parent or anything happens with a particular teacher. We go through a, not a rigmarole, but a set of sort of little data points that sort of, you know, is it this? No, is it that? And you get this little flow chart, whatever. And, and it's really, really helpful. And then you can engage... And social services are really, really good. I know they're up against it, and I know they they have their own sort of issues and too many cases and all that sort of stuff. Everybody's underfunded. But generally, when it comes to the welfare of a child, bang, everybody's all over it like a cheap soup because you've so many people involved because it flags any of these issues to the board. So you've got five or six people then who know. You know, they don't. we don't know who the person is or whatever. There's no specifics, but we know there's an issue. 
So we, we keep bringing it up. We minute it. We bring it up with the people who deal with us or who insure us and what, you know, so it's, it's, it's flagged. So it's good in a way that, you know, it's, it's sort of, a, it's a cover your ass situation, which is a really good cover your ass. Lots of things are just covering your ass and copying people and emails and pasting this and that and the other, but this is good because you're flagging everybody. Somebody is going to deal with it because it's, it grows legs. These mm. little things grow massive legs and somebody has to deal with it. And because it's minuted and because it's reported on, <clears throat> it generally does get dealt with really quickly. Mm. And so the, there are there are massive positives out there. Yeah. And and, and things don't kids. things aren't aren't allowed to slide either or no, and you always hear of the bad stuff that slipped through the net. Mm. And it's not an individual. Nobody's going out of their way. A social worker is not going out of their way to not deal with somebody. You know, it's not, that's not what happens. No. You know, you can't, you know, you often hear of child A fell through the cracks and, and, it, and it's it's horrible. Mm. It's absolutely horrible. And that's exactly what happens. They fall through the cracks. Nobody means to do it. There could be no. some issue at the, the, the top of the chain and somebody is meaning to be harmful or whatever. But generally, everybody's there to help and safeguard. Yeah. Unless um, it's the church. Unless, there's, unless, it's fucking, it's, unless it's a fucking maternity hospital. Unless it's right wing, the fuck. Unless it's right wing religious organisations who are fundamentalists and want to keep the family together, even though the children are being abused. Unless it's that, but everyone else is fine. Or unless it's yeah, unless it's the fucking National Maternity Hospital. Holy shit! Don't it just it beggars belief. Mm. Well. Why these people who are in hock to the state, they owe money for abusing people. Which they, which they won't pay out. No, they won't fucking pay out. We haven't got any money, we haven't got any land. Yes, you have. And give us that land. You've, you've, yeah, you've, you've just signed a 299-year lease with yeah. the land that you own. Give it to the state. Miserable fucks. And then the, the government just went ahead and... Um... Yeah, sorry, lads, go ahead. I can see it from both sides. The I can as well. Out. I can as well. But we have to, at some point... Oh, yeah cut off ties and this is like now we're attached was, yeah. in some way to the church for the next 300 years and i know An ideal opportunity to say no no just no I, and even if it takes longer and even unfortunately you know we, yeah we don't have the facilities no yeah that could be better but this is very important and i think if you were to explain to women look yeah we really want to ha- have the best maternity hospital for you here but we think it's worth waiting another while to find land that we own, that we can own the hospital, that nobody else is involved in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think people would have understood. Um, I did. I, compulsorily I, purchase the fucking thing. Fuck the church out on their ear and tell them to fuck off with their doctrine. But then, it's, but then, but then they're saying, no, they have no, they, they'll have no say in the hospital. They'll have no blah, blah, blah. But you don't know what's going to happen down the line. You don't know. No. Like, we didn't expect the church to be as involved in the country when we won our independence, you know, back in the twenties. So you don't know what's going to happen. You know, we, we just don't know. We don't know what. No, we don't. And we, and they, they have, you know, no matter how much they say, we've given it to you for 300 years, it's going to be fine. Mm. We won't get involved. Mm. 20 years down the track, they find something on this. I don't know. Some relic. We're going to have to take that back. Let's. Uh, we're yeah, we're reneging on that, and we we as a state have pumped all this sort of physical and mental finances into this thing, made it the best on the planet, a great centre for dealing with maternity issues and and the, the, the sort of surrounding female issues, and they could just pull the fucking rope, mm. and and if they do. You know they're, they're gonna, and they'll take, they'll go to court because they are a litigious bunch of fucks. Mm. So they will, they will have no problem in going to court. We we'll go to the European Court of Human Rights now because we're all religious. We're all fucking fuck them, fuck the lot of them. Everyone should be made to sit down and watch the movie Philomena <clears throat> and tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, <laughs> and song song for a raggy boy as well. What's that too? While you're at it, oh, never seen that. Have you not? No. Jeez. Song for Raggy Boy. That's our yeah. first. Check, 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 check it out. I presume uh, that's not an upbeat sort of happy movie. No, no. Uh, Aiden, Aiden Quinn. 
plays a priest who comes to work in a Borstal's type school oh, run dear. by the brothers, and uh, it's pretty yeah. rough. Yeah, he grows out. He doesn't. He's, oh, right. okay. He tries to protect them. Now, in fairness to him, he's a good man, but he's up against the brothers who are bad men. Um, my son actually watched. I saw, watched it with him one day. It just came on the telly. We started watching it, and I didn't quite couldn't quite remember what it was about. Uh, and as it went on, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe we shouldn't. And he said, no, no, no. This is, and he really, it's one of his favorite movies now. Wow. Yeah, it was really really good for him to see as well because it's not too graphic. Do you know what I mean? But you know, you know, bad things are happening. What's it called? Song for a Raggy Boy. I'm writing that down. Write that down. Che, 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 che. Che, check it check out. It listen, out. listen. I've been watching Picard. Picard. Ah, Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc. Uh, Jean-Luc, I've been watching it. What do I think of it? Let me try and... Um, oh, dear. No, I think I really like it. I think I really like it. I like it. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, like I'm a Star Wars. If I, I know it shouldn't be between. I know it shouldn't be either Star Wars or Star Trek. And you can. No, I understand. It's two different universes. Yeah, and Star Wars, I guess. Mm. Uh, and and I've and that's always been where Star Trek is a bit more. Like I can see where it's grown out of the Star Trek that I did watch back in the eighties or whatever. Mm. It's 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 much more like Doctor Who ish almost, but. But yeah, but but not but not quite. <laughs> almost like more, like almost like soap opera, Coronation Street, Doctor Who. Than I find Star Wars is a bit more gritty, a bit more real, a bit more. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, like I, you see, the, because of the fact that they've got it's almost a religion on Star Wars because they've got the uh, the first directive, the Prime Directive. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of that, but the whole thing that Gene Rodenberry underpinned Star Trek on was the first directive. Right. What's that? So when you inter- so it was about going out and uh, meeting new um, planetary sort of worlds, beings, yes. others. Yeah, yeah. And you obviously end up on a, a, a planet full of naked women walking around, who and they rule the place and whatever. But this first contact. The prime directive is we do not influence them in any way, shape or form. So you're coming at it from this sort of almost inset higher moral ground because we're not going to influence them. <laughs> so they land there. You can imagine them, like they'll land there with the cigars. Oh, chaps, uh, we like the way you do things here. We're not, we're not saying we do it better, but we're not going to influence you. And they kind of go, oh, well, they're not going to influence us. They must be really nice. So let's take it. And they're always giving technology to somebody or giving a hand or sorting out something from our earthbound moral conscience laws of whatever. And these people appear like they're going to the heathens, you know, women ruling the place and putting men to death, you know, and and, uh, black people ruling the place and putting men to death. They've done that. They've turned everything up on its on its side. You know, it's and, and messing around. But but come at it from a real white middle-class male <laughs> patriarchal society, sort of America, First Amendment, you know, chest thumping, you know, and it's, yeah, so it is a bit morally, I take, you know, I, I do see your point. It's a bit Doctor Who-ish. Yeah. Um, I can't stand Doctor Who in any way, shape or form. Yeah, and I don't watch Doctor Who, and, I, and maybe that's a bad Shite. comparison, yeah. but I'm like, it's there's something about it that's a bit more. Uh, yeah, but and it's American, but it's like almost like it's like it's more BBC American, like it's if, like, yeah. uh, I think it's more TV, I suppose, and yes. Star Wars is more yeah, film, yeah. and that's that's what it is, I, you know, because yeah. it was a TV series and and because it's epic, because that's yeah. all starting out in space. So your mm. man George Lucas wrote Star, you know, Star Wars. And it's based on other planets. So instantly, you know, you've got a goodie and you've got a baddie, but they're 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 not goodie and baddie, Earth goodie and baddie. But yeah. these, you know, Star War, Star Trek is Earth. It's it's us. We're projecting ourselves. It's yeah, it's almost like and we always send good looking people out. Yeah, it's like it's like the Brits colonizing the planet. But um the uh yeah. 
who are the Borg? I have that to do with the with the lager Chuborg. The Borg are a collective. Now they're based, you see, Gene Rodenbury based all sorts of um uh of the species that you come in contact with with earthbound sort of religions and castes and creeds and whatever parts of society. And there's been theses written on what he has said, you know, the Klingons are or what the Vulcans are and what the Ferengi are or whoever. But the Borg are this crowd that go round and they will come to a planet. Oh, Charlie. 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 Get out of your own back. Go on. We'll talk about the Borg. He doesn't like the Borg. He's right not to look the Borg. <laughs> So the ball get out. Get out just, yeah. <laughs> Throw a pillow at Charlie. Hey. So, <laughs> so the Borg then assimilate whole. They turn up to a planet, and they've got these implants and nanoprobes, and they kind of get they, these little like wisps of metal come out and go into people's foreheads. They put nanobots, nanotechnology, which does exist now, <clears throat> into people. They take whatever good traits those people have to the collective and they become part of the collective. And some say it's a criticism of uh, religion. Okay. Because it really is like, you know, the Borg Queen, this first woman who started doing this, it's a hive. So it's a hive mentality. They all are based on bees, but when they all talk, they can all talk together. So you've got gazillions of people with every piece of technology that they've ever assimilated. So Jean-Luc Picard actually was assimilated at one point and he became Lucutius of Borg. Yeah, because when yeah. he is uh, on that cube, mm -hmm. the Borg with the, cube with yep. the Romulans. Yep. And people keep saying to him, oh, hi. Uh, wasn't it? Yeah, whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah. and it's all he's going having flashbacks of who yeah. he was back then because he was obviously a bad guy and did bad things. But and the other guy who's with him is going, that wasn't you. That wasn't you. The Borg are the ultimate baddies. Okay, they come in, they take you for your own, and then you become part of the collective. And then what you do is you go and assimilate other. And um, it came up with the thing: resistance is futile. Oh, so when the Borg okay. come onto your planet, resistance is futile. We will assimilate you. Bang. Okay. And they're uh, really fucking scary buddies. And it's funny, my brother and I were in at a funeral once and everybody was saying the prayer together. And he just looked at me and went, I've been in the fucking Borg. Because everybody was talking yeah. at the same time and saying the same thing. Hail Mary for grace, Lord. And what's the relationship between the Romulans and the Borg? Is there? No, the Borg no. will take the Romulans. But the they're but the Romulans are bad anyway. as well. Well, you see, the Romulans are the the sort of the, the the baddies of the peace. They're kind of cousins of the Vulcans, but they're a warring tribe. So they come from Romulus. See, a lot of it is kind of Greek or, or whatever. Yeah, Greek right. history as well. So it would be, you know, it's all mixed up. Your man Gene Rodenbury was a fucking genius, but mm. that's the thing. They can there's another new Star Trek started. Oh Jesus. And it's on various places. Um, and it's now, it, it's like Captain Kirk style. Okay. That one, yeah. And is, has, when you said that started, is it already filmed and it's been broadcast? Oh, or it's broadcast, yeah, film, it's or, on, it's on. What's oh, it yeah. called? <clears throat> uh, God Knows. Oh, good one. I like that name. <laughs> Star Trek, God New Knows. Star oh, I was going to, let's, let's just check. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think I could, I think I could. Uh, I'm getting into it. I treat it like a book, and yeah. I'll, I'll watch a little bit of it on my laptop, and then I'll go to, like late at night. So I'll watch. I might watch like a couple of chapters of an episode. I wouldn't watch a full episode, maybe half an episode, and then go to sleep. So I'm easing myself into it. There's no pressure, you know. No, I'm not pressurizing myself to like don't it or feel not pressure. like it. Or, you know, just like don't feel pressure. just tipping away at it, and uh, I am enjoying it. I, I, I'm. I presume Picard is different to a lot of is a di yes. different type of thing than the other. Yeah, it, it'd be different. It's 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 almost like a sort of um, spin off. Yeah, 
what do they call them in the Marvel universe when they do the background sort of? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, origin, sorry. origin story yeah. kind of thing. Okay, Star well, Trek: it's... Strange New Worlds, and there's a picture of the guys. They really are like Captain Kirk and those sort of things. Oh really yeah, old-fashioned uniforms. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, okay. very, very good. Well watched. Well worth a watch. Okay, cool. Well, I will uh, ch- 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 check check it out. out. Um, check out um, more Star Trek. Yeah, the other thing I have to do is apologise that I said last week, or last month even, um, about um, money, heist. Money, money heist. Money heist, yeah. Yeah, ten episodes, I said. It's fucking seasons of it. I don't know how the fuck I dragged it out, but I've stopped watching it now. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I started and... <laughs> I started and I was like, um, <laughs> I don't think this is for me. <laughs> It's very good. He's, just, un, he's unreal. The planning that goes into stuff. But. I know, but I couldn't get. I couldn't get beyond that whole. Um, do you know the way when like it's it's not like the Spice Girls, but it's like, hi, I'm sporty and I'm and he's like really good with his brain and that's his dad and yeah, and yeah. she's were like really like uh, crazy. Oh, like loose cannon. Like you know, might smoke a bit of pot, you know, and uh, but she's yeah, really yeah. B- brainy. And uh, this guy's fucking crazy and he's Russian and he'll kill you with his bare hands. And yeah. you know, this guy knows how to poison. This guy's really good with computers. He's a nerd, you know? And uh, it, like, it is a bit formulaic. Yeah. Mm. But it was, it was really good. I bear in mind I was locked down. I was fucking, I had to I said, bear in mind I was locked. So, yeah, I can see <laughs> that. I need to drink more. I may go back into it if I get COVID again. Yeah. No, I, well, I could see how if you were just. Uh, looking for something you'd nothing mm. else to do you could probably just get into it um but maybe maybe i'm overthinking it mike you know maybe you are i've also stalled at vikings valhalla yeah that was just the pace just there wasn't enough murder i want um utrid to kill people <laughs> yeah we need utrid back and i'm really struggling with the accents really like hugely yeah. They're, they're like Dutch people. They're like, hello, would you like to come to my sex shop and have the drugs? You know, that's what they sound like. And that's what Danish people don't sound like that. Um, but do they not? Would they not? I know they don't sound like that, but I like because I watched them. Um, I watched the opening bit to the movie Northmen. Do you know this? Oh, I'd like to see that. Is yeah. Good? So I've just I, I really want to watch it, but I want to watch it on my own with nobody else in the fucking house. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to share it with, like it's not a no, 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 no. I you know, because I don't want my wife sitting beside me going, oh, I don't really like this kind yeah, of thing. No, you no. know, this, you see, that's a, that, you see that, that's probably the most vulnerable you've been. Mm. Thanks, man. No, that because there are things I, I from, you know, that you just, even though you love your wife dearly, mm. you just notice she's going to sit there and go, this is shit, isn't it? It's really yeah. slow. It's like, fuck off. He's going to kill her in a minute. There's going to there's gonna be, there's going to be sex. I'm going to see her boobies and he's going to hatchet her head off and it's going to be great. And you don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Get out of my world. You don't understand me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't care if you don't like heavy metal music. I'm listening to it. Yeah. Um, but because I find with when it's movie night, when you're watching something together. You always have to capitulate. You have to, you have to go what yeah. the type of movie she likes, which yeah. is like. You know, sisters of the traveling pants, or how to make a duvet in four days, or you know, <laughs> fried green, fried actually. And if there's a chance of sex, you gotta sit there and button up. Fried, fried green sandals on a Greek beach. <laughs> My long Mama lost. Mia, here we go. I yeah. love. Yeah, I love dirty dancing. Don't you? No, not for the hundred and seventeenth fucking time. You know. Yeah, thanks. it's gotta look like. You know the the, the, the it's. <laughs> I know the movie like for just from if you go to Netflix, I know it's like it looks kind of like indie. It's like yes. two two women in a car. Uh, this, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, we'll yeah. never get this summer back again. <laughs> Somebody with a quirky fucking hat. Yeah, like, oh, fuck off. A guy with a satchel. Yeah. <laughs> Messenger, I'm so freaking a linen shirt and a messenger bag. I drove. He drove me mad. I drove him to this <laughs> hospital. She got the bu- she got the bus. And we should I should make up movie titles for the, for the movies your wife might like. Yeah. He read a book. <laughs> so um yeah, so no, I'm gonna ch- uh, keep Northman for myself. What's it on? Uh, Is it on some streaming series service somewhere? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> 
going to have to Google that, people. Yeah, we've started to see succession now is becoming an issue in our house. Why? I, I like it. Yeah. Sally Ann, not so much. Okay, you have to, that's, that's a, that's a, it's almost like watch that on the jacks on your own or, or when yeah, everyone has to Now that your man or, has gone back on drugs, it's just like it's, it's dropped a gear. He's brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> Succession is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, the ego is on. Yeah. Oh, and Brian Christ. Cox, the physicist. What a phenomenal uh, yeah, transformation. He must spend hours making Oh, it's it's fantastic! It's yeah. succession is fantastic. Ozark, I haven't watched the last seven. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm keeping that. All right, um, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yes. Put, yeah. but would would, would, would Sally Ann watch that with you? No, no, no. Okay, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. That, oh, no, no, no. I watched all of Ozark on my own, Mike. You know, What's I think that makes I think that that makes us feel. <laughs> Talk about emasculating me. No, this is give. We're giving by doing that. Yeah, we are giving. We're yeah. being vulnerable. And we're not we're not sort of putting ourselves onto them. No, we're not. We are. Yeah, we're not like we're not sulking. We're not no, saying we're, fuck you. We're not divorcing. No, them. we're not kicking them out of the house. No, we're not leaving the house. No, we're for a doing, younger lover yeah. from the Ukraine. Yeah. We are <laughs> Tony. Saying, yeah, we, okay, fine. We we'll go. We we'll go and watch it on our own. I've just finished watching. Of course, I can't remember the name of it now because I wasn't expecting you to come on. Normally, I'll be writing stuff down. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Of, this um, is good. Steve Coogan's new thing on Channel 4, which I think you can binge on all four now. Uh, uh, it was... What's oh it about? God. Him in Hollywood. He's a Hollywood... Um, oh, yes. I did mention it to us the other it's day. It's called... Um, is it called Stephen? No, it's not called Stephen. That's a silly program. A What's Stephen? Chivalry. Chivalry. Yeah, chivalry. It's really, really, really odd television. Okay. I don't know how he got it made. I don't know how it got produced or whatever, because it doesn't really go anywhere. It's not... Well, it does. And it, it, it's, it's very Ricky Gervais. It's very episodes. Remember episodes? Yeah. Stephen Mangan? Yeah. English people having a hard time in Hollywood whilst dealing with Me Too. It's really fucking odd. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, but I watched it from beginning to end and I found it really, really, really addictive. Chivalry. Chivalry. Che, 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 che. Check it Check out. It out. What, 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 what's it all about? Uh, I've listened to a new podcast, Mike. I won't keep you Ooh. much longer. No, 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 no. I was checking my watch because I'm uh, only because I I feel um, responsible for the time. Vulnerable. I'm vulnerable. I'm sure. <laughs> well, um, you finished I, your beer, so I, I feel like you, you might want to go and get beer. another beer. I've, I would have thought my wife now would have had the yeah, like, decent grace to bring me another what, one. I'm not like, going to do it. Does she know how long it takes you to drink a beer? Another one, darling? Oh, yeah, maybe. She probably doesn't expect you to be finished. How long have we been talking? I don't know. Um, we, we can wrap it up soon. Oh, uh, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's fine. Fine. No, it's fine. I don't <laughs> mind. First on air spat. I don't Fine. Yeah, no, I don't really want to watch this. I've been... Uh, I don't really, really want to talk about this. I don't like what we're talking about right now. It's too dark. Yeah. I don't want to talk about money. Too noisy. Um, I started listening to this new podcast called Evil Men. Oh. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like you might like it. I started. So I started with kind of the podcast I listen to the most now is called Stop Podcasting Yourself, <laughs> which is two Canadian guys. Oh, fucking Canadians. Stop podcasting yourself. You don't like Canadians, do you? But these, these are cool Canadians. So po stop podcasting yourself. Two Canadian guys. I think they're both comedians. One is definitely stand-up and the other is either a writer, a producer, or editor. Uh, he works in the area of television or whatever. Um, they both seem to have like regular jobs, but they do comedy as well and have this podcast and it's been going for years. Stop podcasting. Episode 738. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like we're only on 130 
two or something. Um, but uh, subscribe to that now. It's good. It's funny. Now give give yourself a couple of episodes to get into it because they have their own quirky way. But it's very funny, gotcha. and they've got like they've got really cool little features called oh, like overheards or overseen or things you might have overheard people saying, and it's quite funny. Um, but that brought me on to another. Uh, there's three Canadian guys who do a podcast called Evil Men, Evil where Men. yeah, where they might rate an evil man, and it might be, for instance, like Genghis Khan or Hitler or uh, even like Piers Morgan, or they might go for uh, who are they um, talking about most recently? The guy who, the dictator who was in charge of Kazakhstan. Oh, Turk, oh Turk, Turkmenistan, yeah. uh, who died uh, maybe 10 years ago. So they're talking about him. So so at the end of it, so one of them goes through this guy's life, all the terrible things he did, blah, blah, oh, blah. They, and then they, they rate Prince their, Andrew. They did Prince Andrew, yeah. And then they rate him on the evil scale. Um, Excellent. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Yeah, like they, they, they did Blackbeard. And it was great because oh. at the end they were like, he didn't seem like a bad guy. He's not evil. He just didn't like authority and he didn't like the uh, the structure, the system, the political system. And, you know, he was uh, fighting against the crown and doing his own thing, kind of doing what they were doing anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Himself. So raping so was, countries. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, he's, he's got a bad rep, but he's actually probably wasn't a good guy. wasn't a bad guy. He's, he's quite rock and roll. And, you know, um, they liked his spirit. So but at the but the opening bit is very funny because they just go through like they just ramble, talk shit about their lives and it takes them all over the place. And they have these quirky ways of, um, they do these little um, impressions and, oh, yeah. you know, whatever comes up, it's just nonsensical. Like, like one, one story there today, whatever episode I was listening to, the guy tells a story about the time he almost shot himself at a party and he couldn't go to the, uh, he, uh, he couldn't go to the toilet in the party because it was like a line of women. Oh, oh yeah. And it, it was, it was yeah, like, imagine. and he said it was like one of these toilets at the party that is like, it's only tiny. So like, he'd literally be on the other side of the of the door, like, going, oh my god, oh Jesus, oh my god, like having Nothing's that terrible, out like, of me. you know, that really sort of like, oh my god, I'm gonna die, shit, you know, like bad diarrhea or whatever. Uh, so he had to, he, so he had to leave the party, go find a, like a garage nearby, and use or the Dunkin' Donuts, or whatever, and use their jacks, and just like you know, basically he went into the toilet cubicle, basically stripped off and sat on the jacks, and just like <laughs> just, just let it, just let it all, all, just let it all go. I like, you know? I like the idea of that. Yeah. Naked shit. No, like, but not worrying about people standing outside the door and hearing them making noise yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Because you know, who cares about the Dunkin Donuts customers here in your fucking <laughs> just, um, in, in fact when we're on check it out uh, Fesshole I know I'm, I'm addicted to it on yeah. Twitter Fesshole yeah. F-E-S-S-H-O-L-E there was one the other day I don't know if I forwarded it on to you or I, I must have retweeted it anyway about a guy who said that um, when he's alone in the house <laughs> he has a shit in the shower so he shits into his own hands and then, and then throws it in the bowl. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, why did you send that in, Mike? And he gives I, told you that in, I told you that in confidence. And sometimes he misses. <laughs> oh, God. Why didn't he just leave it in the bed? Why couldn't he just leave it in the plug hole or something? No, just put it into the toilet. It's there. Yeah, but you could just shit in the shower. Like, what? What's going? To, what's wrong with that? You know, like, what's like? What's the difference? What's the difference? Just shit in the shower. Well, don't be throwing it across yeah, the room. Yeah, there's soil pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. All you're doing is like, there's going to be shit somewhere. Like, there's going to be yeah. Spl- there's going to be a bit of matter though. That's the problem. Yeah. You'd, what do you mean? Uh, well, you know, it could be some sort of something that's undigested might not get down the plug hole. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have to be forced. And it's bigger particles, you know, going down that. Mm. You, know, you don't want a two-inch taking a four-inch. Oh, I get you. That's what you... No, I can't... No. No, slap in the hand, slap on the wrist. Slap on the wrist. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's uh, Evil Men. Yep. Three, I'm, I'm, three Canadian I'm subscribed. Yeah, and then Fe- Fesshole is a Twitter account that you yes. can follow where people basically <laughs> anonymously confess to doing weird and crazy shit. It's fantastic. It's yeah, not it's all about... 
No, it's not all about poo. No, no, no. It is sometimes about poo. A lot about poo. And Mike, finally for me, and then I'll let you go and have a beer. Okay. I have an interview, uh, another an interview podcast coming out with, oh. do you remember when I interviewed John? I don't know. It's not a new podcast. It's part of the Keep Watch podcast, but I, I hadn't interviewed anyone in so long. Yeah. You forgot what to do. Just, it was just me and me and you having the crack, which is which is brilliant. Yeah, so, yeah. so John Connell, who I interviewed before about his book, the running, the running book and the cow book. Uh, he lives in the Midlands in Longford. Yes, he, yes, and he has a new book out called, um, oh fuck, I had it written down. I had the book beside me. Where did I put it? It's called. Um, I can edit this bit out. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> uh, this. It's about okay, so I'll tell you what it is. Um, during lockdown, he and his friend decided to uh go down the river that sort of runs around the back of his dad's farm house, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, and it, it's a two day journey in canoe by canoe. It's called the Camlin River in Longford, and it's kind of like the big river in County Longford, and it goes to the Shannon. And basically right. during lockdown, yeah. they come up with a plan, himself and his friend Peter, and they got a two-man canoe and they went down, they did the two-day journey down the Camlin. And he basically wrote a book about it. Um, wow. And it is, uh, it's really great, really great book. Really kind of like, you've heard about slow TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called The Stream of Everything. Sorry. Um. I like a bit of slow TV. I watched a train go through Australia for four hours once. Yeah, but you were very stoned at the time, weren't you? No, 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 no. There's um, there's some controversial slow TV as well. There's Norwegian guy uh, stacking wood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah, a lot like of people a... really got pissed off because he was Wait. stacking it wrong. Oh, I remember you selling that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But so, sorry, go on back to this. This is, uh, so, so, so it's... Um, he goes down the Camelon with his mate Peter and he writes a book about it. And I suppose it's a memoir. Uh, and he talks and he, lots of stuff comes up in it. Like he talks about the Mayfly and they, they only live for one day. And he talks about like they have an encounter with some some swans and uh, like even when they're heading off, like they head off down the river and they get to the first bridge and his mom and dad are standing on the bridge going, you know, and he shouts up to them, go, how far to New York or something like that? Or next stop to New York. But it's very funny. It's very nice, very slow. Like, the pace of the river and the book and lockdown are all the same. Do you know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's really nice, really well written, um, and lots of tangents. And then the conversations himself, Peter, have about life, um, and yeah, it's a beautiful book. And uh, I so want to read it. Um, I can send you the copy when I'm finished reading it. Um, but it's beautiful, and uh, basically, he's kind of created a trilogy with the cow book, the running book. And now this um, book called The Stream of Everything um, uh, about the Camelon River in Longford. Just uh, really nice. And he's such a nice guy to talk to. And you know me, I like to ask people questions about life and the bigger yeah, picture, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, men- mental health and well-being and all that kind of shit. Um, all that wanky stuff. <clears throat> yeah, and feelings sort of, yeah. Yeah, feelings. Well, feelings. So... When you said you had an interview, yeah. Funnily enough, I've had a number of interviews. Ooh. So we're gonna live. We're gonna leave this week. This episode. Okay. This episode. Yeah, that's a good idea because it's not for a week. This episode with a cliffhanger. <gasps> so number one, yeah. We talk about all this wanky stuff. Mm-hmm. I went to see a uh, a life coach. Ooh, Mike, I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> and we can talk about this the next time. All right. Um, which I had a phenomenal experience talking to the one and only Paul Delahunt. Paul Delahunt, okay, yeah, based in Shannon. You should listen. You you should have him on your podcast. Actually, I will. Yeah, he's uh, he's quite an interesting chap. Um, and based on what he said to me, yeah, and a few little pointers. Now I know him personally before he became a life coach. Right. He said to me, "You maybe need to go down this way and this route." And I know somebody who's looking for somebody in that. So that started off a chain of events, which means I'm starting a job <gasps> on, on Monday morning, nine-ish. That's, that was, the, that was the, uh, the agreement was, what time? Nine-ish? Okay, nine-ish. Um, 
<clears throat> but I I was going to actually do a, a, a sort of teaser for you and Fergal Burke, our producer. And I was going to give you 20 euros or something or buy you a drink or buy you dinner if we ever met up. If you could tell me what the job was, if you could guess what the job was. Ooh. Um, because you never will. That is a wife. See, that's a wife. Oh, you got yeah. another can. You got another can. I love her so much. I was oh, just wow. bitching about her. Um, so, yeah. So, definitely, if you or Mr. Burke can guess what my new job is, if anybody out there can guess what my new job is, I guarantee you, you will not guess what my new job is going to be on Monday morning. Are you excited? Oh, yeah. Are you going to be working in a place or remotely? Uh, no, I'm going to be working in a place. So you'll be going to this, a yeah, building. Well, this is something you cannot do remotely. This is I, something I've never done before. And wow. I don't know anybody else who's never done it before. Actually, I do know one person who's done it before. But and it, that's it was just else. something that this person thinks you could do. And it's a kind of a brand new type of thing. Yeah, it's not a brand new type of thing. It's, it's, it's actually a thing. One of the oldest things in known to... No, I'm not going to become. Well, a the oldest profession is prostitute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm becoming a male. <laughs> nice, finally. Fuck it hell. I've been hinting that I... for so long. <laughs> Speaking of, put a four inch and a two inch. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, well, you, you you won't guess. I don't think the listener will guess. And you're obviously excited about it. I am. Will you have? Do you have many bosses? Do you have colleagues? I have colleagues. I have a boss, yeah. It's something like, I'm doing on my own. You couldn't No, of course. Own. No, no. But it's not like... Uh, are you and like I have a, some really, really, really unusual colleagues. <clears throat> Very ah. unusual. Are your colleagues animals? How dare you? <laughs> They're animals. Are your colleagues animals? I can't tell you. It's supposed to be a fucking cliffhanger. It's supposed to be asking okay. questions. Okay, I'll let you go. I'll let you go on that note. I have to, so your job starts Monday. Yeah. That means I'll have to get this episode up before Monday because... You Fergal don't really have, have to. to. I'll listen. put it on Twitter on Monday anyway. Fergal Burke will have to listen I'll, to it. Yeah, I'll be sharing some, I'll be sharing some pictures on Monday. Oh. I'm, I, I'm, sure. I'm just glad that you're excited and... Oh, yeah. This is a different... This is <laughs> a departure in okay. so many ways, but not in so much... In, oh, no, in other ways. Okay. It's kind of obvious when you think about it. But it was to me. Wow. But I ummed and awed for 10 days, like I kind of, because of recent sort of. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to get. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you don't want to fucking, you want to think about things now and just sort of, you know, mold yourself and think about things. Mm. Unfortunately, I'm dealing with a person who is very, very, very open. Wow. I've never met anybody as chilled and open. Sounds amazing. And it's and obviously this job just happens to be local to where you live and yep, localish, yeah, yeah, very much commutable. Mike, I'm I'm thrilled, excited, congratulations, and I look Thanks forward to hearing more about it. And enjoy your beers; you've earned it. I do. This is going to be my last night because tomorrow I'll be sort of like mm. <clears throat> getting my stuff together. I don't know yeah. what I've got to do. Putting like a, putting a banana in a briefcase, <laughs> yeah. sandwiches and a banana in a briefcase. And a little thing of sugar, just in case. Just yeah, just in case. That, the banana oh, sandwich. Need a bit of... Can't do bananas. It gives me bad heartburn. But oh, I do okay. like a banana. I understand what a banana sandwich means to a lot of people. Yeah. I was one of those soldiers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't beat a banana sandwich. No, you, well, you and my, my son doesn't eat banana sandwiches, which I just think... Nobody in this house eats bananas. Mm. I would love to... I'd eat my own body weight in bananas, but it gives me indigestion. Oh, sorry to hear that. Man. Yeah. Uh, at least you won't get the monkey pox. We'll talk about that next week as well. I'm riding. Uh, uh, Mike, have a good evening. Hey, thanks. lovely to talk to you. And you. Thanks for squeezing me in, man. Hey, thanks I know. For I'm, not, me I'm, in. Not, I'm not a very reliable. Thanks call. for squeezing me in. Who's the four inch? Who's the two inch? Hey. I was talking about pipes when I mentioned that. For fuck's sake. See you, Mike. Good luck. Love you. Good to see you. Miss you. Do, you, you do, do, I don't know if you really do. Like, you say these things. I do. You miss me, do I do. I love you, and I do miss you when you're not here. Oh, Mike, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I'm being vulnerable and open. Now I love you, Mike. I love you, Mike. I love you, Mike. Right. 
you're just, okay, you're just saying that now. <laughs> Let's sit down. But if I fake love, it till actually. I make it, fake it till you make it. That's what they say. <laughs> Good luck. I hate these movies, Mike. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.